Hello everyone, good morning. Once again, so I'm coming to you all the way from the throne of God to bring to you this morning's kingdom message. I hope we are all doing very well. Let us pray. I pray that the word of God will speed ahead. I pray that God's word will be honored wherever it goes. I pray that God will honor his word with his Holy Spirit, this power of his conviction. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. So, um, we established in our previous um, lesson that um, Jesus was like, um, he, the bread of life, or the bread from heaven, he came on earth to fulfill the Father's desire. And that desire of the Father is that the bread of life, or the bread from heaven, should raise people who believe in him should raise them up on the last day okay now the jews still did not understand this high wisdom that jesus spoke you see their human understanding was limited and so they physically held on to the words that jesus is the bread which had come down from heaven okay now i will tell you why they were not able to accept these these words of jesus christ they got confused about Jesus' parents and the place of birth. But Jesus assured them that they shouldn't because if they were selected by God, they would naturally believe him and they would come to him. But because Satan was the one who had chosen them, they would not be able to come to him. Jesus told them that the ones who are taught of God are those who will understand what he is saying and that the rest who do not should not worry at all because they do not belong to God. So those who have heard of the Father and have learned those spiritual truth, these are the ones who can come to him because they will understand what he's saying. The rest who do not understand the ways of the Spirit cannot come to him. So it was still about the Spirit with Jesus Christ. The Spirit had for a long time been neglected. Okay, and men were fixing their attention more on the flesh. So Jesus came in, or the word came in to bring order and alignment to the world he created. You see, he didn't just create man flesh, he created man with a spirit, and the spirit should be able to commune with the father. But for a very long time, the communication aspect had been broken, and so he came to restore it so that man will commune with. With, with, with God via the Spirit so that the deep can call onto the deep and the communication will be very, very effective. So it wasn't just about the flesh and satisfying the body for Jesus Christ, but that life was also about feeding the Spirit with heavenly bread in order to live eternally, which was God's original plan. Okay, now these lives can only suppose, they can only suppose they know God. When you read it, verse 46 to 47. I don't read them because it, it might take our time. But I, I mentioned the verses so that you can you can go along with me. Okay, so that you know what I'm talking about. In verse 46 to 47, um, it was, um, Jesus was like, they can only suppose they know God, but they do not know God. They do not know the giver of life. Okay, because none of them had seen him. It is he that knows him. And he is the one asking them to believe in him. And feed their spirit to attain such height. They think they know God. They think they know the things of God. 
they speak about Moses like they know Moses. But Jesus is like, you don't know God. I know him because I am seated with him in heaven. But they still will not understand. Okay. So he emphasizes again that he is the bread from heaven. Okay. If they really want to have eternal life as Nicodemus, they should only believe in him. Okay. He told them in verse 49 that their fathers ate the manna and died. But the same bread that is coming down from heaven to them right now is the same bread that was given to their forefathers so that they may eat the bread and, and that they should not die. He is the living bread which came down from heaven for their forefathers. Okay. And he and he's the same one that has come for them as well. He was like, if any man eats of this bread, the person shall live forever. And the bread that he will give is his own flesh, which he will give for the life of the world. The Jews strove amongst themselves, saying, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? So, but you see, let's look, let's look at something in John chapter 1. John started introducing this man, this, this Jesus, okay, in chapter 1, as the word. Look at this. He was like, he said, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God, and the word was God. Or let's say the word is God. And then in verse 14, John now tells us that this word puts on flesh in order to live amongst men. Okay, but one day, this word, this word invited him, John, invited Peter and James in Matthew chapter 17, verse 2. And this word took them to a high mountain and there the word transfigured from the flesh that he had put on to a measure of his true identity. Okay, which he himself measured out for them. They did not see his full identity, but just a dimension that he wanted to make them to see, just as he did when he invited John to heaven to receive the book of Revelation. Okay, now what John saw was what God wanted him to see. He did not see the full glory of God. So imagine that what he spoke about in Revelation was just a portion of God's glory. Okay, okay, let's just move on. Let's leave this and move on. So on the high mountain, the word did not reveal himself to everybody but a selected few. He revealed himself to James, whom Herod killed and was made a scapegoat so that the church would learn how to intercede. He revealed himself to Peter, upon whose revelations from God would be the foundation of God's church. And he revealed himself to John himself, that is the revelator. Now, these are the ones the word chose to reveal his glory to. Matthew 17 says that, um, his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses and Elijah talking with them. Now look at this. The word revealed himself as the timeless and eternal one. At that time, he disclosed that dimension of himself, which is ageless. He stood before them, but at that same time, he was with Moses. He was fusing Moses' time with Elijah's time and still standing in their midst. They got confused. Remember, they were like, what kind of glory is this? Then God told them to listen to him. For why? Listen. Because he is the word. He is the eternal word. So listen to him. The word that Moses spoke and the word Elijah spoke, he is that same word from age to age. 
he is that same word of God before them. God told them, the Father told them to listen to him because the one standing before them is the word of God. He is the everlasting word. So they should listen so that they do not die. So just as the Father had spoken that Jesus is his beloved son, John was like, we beheld his glory. We beheld the glory as of the only begotten of the Father. And it was full of grace. And it was full of truth. So John said it. You understand? So that is the word. So it was the word of God that had come to put on flesh. It was God. It was the spirit being that had put that had come to put on flesh because of man. Now verse 53 says, so, so I'm telling you, so when the flesh, or let me say, when the man, Jesus, was telling men on earth to eat his flesh and drink his blood so that so that he would be able to raise them up on the last day. He was referring to his original self as word. His name has always been word. When you read um, Revelation chapter 19, verse 12 to 13, it says, His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. I like to end here today. God willing, we'll continue our next session. May God keep you. May God guide you. May He cause His face to shine upon you. Have a very blessed day and stay blessed because you are blessed. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen.